read me romance read read me romance read me romance read read me romance you could take a look in a book that's fine or you could sit back relax and unwind and read me romance read read me romance today's read me romance podcast is brought to you by my mom's advice always round down on those receipts when your significant other asks how much you spent on all that christmas shit hey guys hey it's tuesday tess is not here we we both took our pants off and we're (laughs) gonna talk a lot of shit (laughs) don't tell tessa I love when she's not here with us because then we blame everything on her. Did you guys so, hear the um, phone ring in the last episode, or was that? Oh later my on? god! And it comes later oh. <laughs> in the space time continuum. <laughs> don't think too hard about it. But on Friday, her phone's gonna ring. I can predict the future. <laughs> no, but what she got, I didn't hear it, and I guess Leah heard it. But the podcast ends and we hit stop, and she turns around. And she goes, "Really?" I'm like, "Who's she?" Die. <laughs> it was awesome because it's immediately like really bad <laughs> she's so mad but she was she was did great with holding in because she's so happy and bubbly and all of a sudden she's like come on i was like oh, mode. <laughs> <laughs> it was great but um Oh, oh, welcome to Read Me Romance. Oh. This is tuesday you've just got alexa riley in your ears right now so hey Yay. how's it going so we're just going to make this short and sweet. You're about to get the next part in Sky Warren's uh, Heavy Equipment, which is filthy and dirty and wonderful. And uh, I guess we're not going to tease him too long, right? It's just Tuesday. Fuck it. Yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah. Just go listen to your chapter and we'll see you guys after. Bye. Bye. Chapter two. There are town cars and limos. The occasional Escalade. Once, my date for a ball picked me up in a Tesla so new, it was not yet for sale to the public. These are the vehicles I'm accustomed to. Asher Cook steers me with his hand on my elbow, his touch light but unmistakable, to the foyer where the front doors hang open, letting in the sunlight. A large white truck sits in front of the marble steps. This is the man my father turned to for help. This is the man with enough money to bail out Lee Industries. What do you do? I ask, growing more nervous with every passing step. Wind brushes over my skin, cooling the cum on my chest, making me shiver. I'm surprised your father didn't mention me, Asher says, his lazy smile making it clear he's not surprised at all. We've been working together for years now. He opens the door and holds out his hand. I don't want to accept his help, but the truck is 10,000 feet off the ground. I'm not sure I can make it inside gracefully, even with his support. My chin rises. In what capacity? I'm the foreman. All those shiny shopping centers your daddy likes to build. Like the world's his very own Monopoly board. I'm the one who built them. A laborer. I can almost hear the word in Papa's voice. Dismissive, that's what he would be. Asher Cook wears a plain white t-shirt and jeans that look soft from wear. His boots have probably walked through a thousand work sites. And your money? My money. The word comes out mocking. 
I'm not what you call a big spender. Don't attend the society galas and whatever the fuck. That's what you like, isn't it, June? The glitz and the glamour. It's the only life I know, but I don't tell him that. Then what do you buy? His hand still waits for me, patient to a fault. He must know I don't have a choice. He made me come up against the wall. I couldn't control that, but taking his hand, stepping into his truck, that decision will have to be mine. He wants me to participate in my own humiliation. He leans close, near enough I can see the deep brown of his eyes, even in the clear sunlight. Every so often there's something I want, and then I have a nice fat bank account to make sure I can have it. My skin flushes hot with awareness. I'm not for sale. Aren't you? His laugh runs down my spine. Then walk back into the house. No one's going to stop you. Tell your daddy that you aren't going to fuck me and that he can find some other way to pay back all that money he owes. I'd love to watch the beautiful June Lee tell her daddy to go fuck himself. The temptation beats through my veins, thrums in my ears. It's a siren song, the desire to escape from Asher's dark promise. Except the safety of this house is an illusion. Papa isn't going to protect me. He would not have sold me if there was any other choice. That much I believe. The good daughter, that's me. I place my hand in Asher's hand, and he lifts me carefully into the seat. When I'm settled on the wide leather bench, the door slams shut, closing me in. I keep my gaze straight ahead as the truck rumbles to a start. Where are we going? I don't want to ask. I don't want to give him the satisfaction. We barely hit the freeway when he lets out a low laugh. I swallow hard. What's funny? Nothing's funny, beautiful. I'm laughing for the pure fucking joy of it. It hits me then, as we're barreling away from my house at 80 miles per hour. How permanent this is. Even if I'm back in my bedroom tomorrow, or the night after that, or whatever Asher decides to bring me back, I won't be the same. This night is going to change me. It's already changing me. There's a fury inside me that wasn't there this morning. Even a few hours ago, I was content to be the good daughter, to do as I was told. Now I'm mad. You're an asshole, I say, almost shaking with the force of my emotion. You're worse than that. You're a coward, because if you were really as strong as you act, you wouldn't need to make me feel small. He somehow makes the hard, unforgiving bench of the truck look like the most comfortable seat in the world. He makes it look like a throne, reclining with his hand over the back, blunt fingers toying with a piece of my hair. I have to work to ignore the heat of his fingers near my shoulder. I don't want to feel him, and I sure as hell don't want to take comfort from him. Do you feel small, June? He asks, his voice mild. Is that how I make you feel? Only when he asks the question do I realize it's the opposite. I've spent so long fitting into the mold of the good daughter, making myself quiet and demure enough for the only daughter of the Lee family. 
a flame made steady so that my glow will not offend. Asher Cook turns me into a wildfire. I'm ready to consume him. Don't lie to me, I say. You enjoyed that little show back there? Oh, I won't pretend that I didn't. And I'm going to enjoy a show right now. Pull your dress up, beautiful, and take those panties off. I want to feel what I'm paying for. His crude words are like gasoline on the fire. Fuck you, a tisk sound. Such language. You're disgusting. And you're running out of time. I could turn the car around and drop you off in front of Daddy's mansion. I wonder how long it will be before a foreclosure sign goes up in that nice front lawn. Bile rises in my throat. I don't want to disgrace the Lee family by becoming this man's whore. But it will be worse if we lose the house and the business. Oh, God. Slowly, I pull the black silk of my dress up my thighs. Asher's voice breaks through my uncertainty. Ten, nine, eight, seven. I yank the hem up, exposing my thighs. It's the same as wearing a swimsuit. At least, that's what I tell myself when he glances down my legs. I reach up beneath the fabric to push my panties down. It's awkward trying to move in this space, trying to keep myself covered. I clench my panties in a fist, trying to ignore how damp they feel. Asher Cook made me come. He drew the evidence of that on my chest. Now he holds out his hand, as patient as he did before I got into the truck. My throat feels tight. Without a word, I place my panties on his palm. He brings the fabric to his nose and breathes in deep. Christ, that's good. Your cunt taste amazing, beautiful. You ever taste yourself when you explore down there at night? The flush that spreads across my cheeks could light a match. No one is supposed to know what I do at night. How does this man know? No, I whisper. We're gonna fix that, he says, his voice thick with lust. You reach down and touch yourself now. I shove my hand between my legs, hard enough that it doesn't feel good. He can't make me feel good, especially when he's not even touching me. He's driving, for Christ's sake. Now, don't be rough with that little pussy, that's my job. Right now, you just wanna find your clit. You know where that is? Where it feels good, beautiful. Where it feels sharp and right and good. My fingers obey him, even though my mind doesn't want to. I rest my forefinger on my clit, closing my eyes at the quiet relief. This isn't good, I say, but that's a lie. Of course it is, he says, casual as you please. The only sign that he's moved by what's happening is the bulge in his jeans. He doesn't acknowledge his own arousal except to tighten his fist on the steering wheel. You're gonna have to endure this no matter what. Might as well get a little pleasure out of it. Now you're gonna play with that clit of yours while I tell you a story. I don't wanna hear a story. He gives me a slow smile. You're right. 
It would be much more interesting to hear you tell the story. I'll start it for you. One day, you went to visit your daddy at one of his shopping centers while it was still under construction. Don't ignore your clit, beautiful. Make little circles. I glare at him. What are you talking about? Do you want me to show you? He reaches across the console, and I make a high-pitched sound of protest. He laughs softly. Then touch yourself. I move my finger, slow and crude, not like I would if I were in bed alone. This isn't really for my own pleasure, my hand between my legs. It's for his. I'm at the shopping center. Right. The story you're telling me about how you got out of the limo and walked up the steps, not knowing that the men were on shift change. They started whooping and hollering at you as soon as they saw you in that plaid private school uniform, didn't they? Gave you an earful. My mind flashes to that day, so many years ago. I can smell diesel in the air, feel the overbright glint of sunlight off the exposed metal beams. Looking fine, sweetheart. You need directions? I can show you where to go. Look at that chest, flat as a board. Bet your nips are bright pink, though. A thrill of fear ran down my spine in that moment. The same fear I feel now in the truck. Blood races through my veins. My mouth opens on a graceless pant. That afternoon, I had kept running down the hallway until I left them behind. This time, there's nowhere to run. Asher's eyelids look heavy now, his expression hard. That's right, beautiful. You remember. Only then do I realize I'm touching myself harder, faster, worrying my clit between my forefinger and middle finger, pressing together to send sparks of pleasure through my body. Were you one of them? I say, my voice thready. You could say that. I was coming up the stairs after you, planning on telling you that you weren't allowed in the construction site without a hard hat. Safety precautions. Then, I heard the men hassling you, talking about your teenaged body. Oh God, I'm working myself harder now, getting hot when I shouldn't be, shouldn't be. My hips are moving against the stiff leather. I remember how warm I'd felt between my legs. I never saw you. I was the foreman, even back then. I didn't mind the men giving a beautiful woman a whistle, letting her know she's appreciated, no matter how rude it is. But I wasn't going to let them give shit to an underaged girl. Not on my watch. Made it up the stairs and laid Jimmy DeLuca flat on his back. My cheeks are probably red as a fire hydrant. Is he the one who said? He's the one who said your pussy was probably tight enough to bend steel if he tried to shove some inside of you. Is that what you meant? Oh God, I whisper, slipping my forefinger lower to where liquid desire pools at my sex. I spread it over my pussy lips, rocking my hips against the slippery friction. Broke his nose, Asher says, his voice conversational. 
and the other guys backed off real quick. Then I went after you. Figured you'd be upset. Might find you crying in the ladies' room. Every muscle in my body locks up, because I know exactly what I did in that bathroom as a 17-year-old in a half-built shopping mall. You didn't find me, I say desperately, needing it to be true. Those little sounds you were making, I knew you weren't crying. It's a small comfort that his expression borders on pain, his gaze flicking to me before he returns it to the road. The truck barrels down the freeway, same way my body rushes toward climax. What were you doing, June? I can't, I whisper, my hand pressed hard between my legs, my eyes squeezed shut. You wanted to tell the story, he says, his voice low and coaxing. No. I can't. My fingers can't find purchase in my slick and swollen sex. There's not enough friction, not enough time, not enough humiliation in realizing he was there. You saw me? If I would have gone inside, I could have made you do anything. And if one of those rough fuckers had heard you, they might have done that. The thought is like a thousand pounds of dynamite. His large body across the cab of the truck, the scent of him, the strength of it, is the match. Why didn't you? Because I don't touch underage girls. I went back into the hallway and made sure no one else came in. You finished finger fucking yourself and then washed your hands like a good little girl. When you walked out, you had no idea I was around the corner. I'm so close, it almost hurts. That's how it feels not to come right now. Painful. I think you would have liked it if I'd gone in, though wouldn't you? No, I whisper, but it's a lie. The pulse beating in my sex right now proves that much. This whole story has turned me on beyond bearing. Being trapped in his truck, heading to God knows where, makes me burn. You would have let me do anything to your body the same way you're going to now. No. He looks directly at me, his eyes so dark they're almost black. Come for me, beautiful, let me see. My body is a traitor. It comes in a matter of seconds. Fingers digging into skin, muscles clenching hard, a harsh cry escaping my lips. Pleasure arcs through me, so fast and hard it's like being struck by lightning. It wrenches my body again and again, and the whole time I can't take my eyes away from Asher's. When the last pulse runs through me, my hand falls away from my sex. My whole body falls against the hard door, not feeling any pain, not feeling anything except the aftershocks. Something seems to echo in the cab of the truck. A word? A scream? Did I possibly sob his name as I climaxed? God, I did. My throat is still sore from how loud I cried for him. I'm so embarrassed I could melt into a puddle on his warm leather. It's already damp from my arousal. I wish I could pool into liquid and not have to face him, but I remain stalwartly solid. My limbs heavy, but my mind fully aware. Asher. I can only imagine the smug look on his hard face. I can only imagine it until I look over. Only, he doesn't look smug. His cheekbones are slashes against the sunlight his eyebrows notched in pain, 
He looks like a man pushed to the edge of his limits, and then pushed one inch farther. Two hours ago, I was getting ready for the gala tonight. I never could have imagined ending up in this truck, having my own arousal spread across my fingertips. And I never could have imagined feeling softness for the man who made me this way. Are you okay? I ask softly. Don't worry about me, he says, his voice gruff. The bulge in his jeans has not gone down. The denim stretches taut. I don't know what he looks like under there, not really. Late night browsing on Tumblr has not prepared me for this truck. Lee Industries has been bleeding money for six months, maybe more. My gaze snaps to his face, but he's looking at the road. Is that supposed to make me feel better? No, beautiful, worse. It's supposed to make you feel worse, knowing that your daddy could have prevented this. The deal we made for your body, that was last fucking week. He knew for a week. You're lying. One broad shoulder lifts. Halfway expected you to be barricaded in your bedroom when I showed up tonight. Maybe you'd be armed. Instead, you came running down the stairs wearing that. I looked down, forced to acknowledge the ridiculousness of the designer dress. There was probably never any gala. It was something daddy told me, so I would get ready without having to confess the truth. He let me be surprised because he was too ashamed to tell me. For the first time in this horrible night, tears prick the backs of my eyes. I clench my jaw to make sure no sound comes out. I want to yell, to shout that it's unfair, but I'm too much of a good daughter to do that. And my father knew that about me. He was counting on it. I close my eyes against the burn. It's a losing battle. Tears singe my cheeks. A hand covers mine, squeezing gently. Enough that I feel comforted from a man I should know better than to trust. Everything is upside down. My father has abandoned me. Asher Cook consoles me. I don't know which way is up anymore. But I know one thing. The night isn't over yet. Hey! hey. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Read Me Romance and Sky Warren's book, Heavy Equipment, which is up for pre-order now, right? We have the links in the description. Yep. So um, go get your pre-order of Heavy Equipment. All the info and dates and everything is on there. Go ahead, Mel. It probably left you hanging and you, <laughs> you <laughs> no. want some more. So if you're looking for something short and dirty and sweet... Jenica Snow has a bundle out. It's her captive series. It's Shifters. I recommend it. I've read them before, and they are really, they just hit the spot. Nice. And it's going to give you obsessive men. If you love Jenica anyways. She's the best. So, yeah. So, um, if you do like the book, Heavy Equipment, The Hero in an Asher, he is also featured in another one of Sky books called Survival of the Richest. That's a series, and there's a prequel to it, Survival of the Richest, called Trust Fund. And right now, that's free. 
So go get that. And then you can read Survival of the Richest and see Asher in that book. There's also another book called The Pawn that takes place in the same city that Heavy Equipment does. And it's free right now. So The Pawn's free. Trust Fund's free. And then you can go get Survival of the Richest to see Asher. So that's all Sky Warren's news. I guess that's it, right? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. I mean, fuck it up, guys. I do, too. I feel like Monday I'm super productive, and then Tuesday it's just a shit show. So let's let's go have a snack. (laughs) Want to? I'm definitely not putting pants back on. (laughs) We'll see you guys tomorrow. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye. Bye. Read me romance. Read read me romance. Read me romance. Read read me romance. You could take a look in a book that's fine, or you could sit back, relax, and unwind and read.